0: She was the money. So hard for honey. She was the money, so She was um,
1: you look like you are either on your way to gym or you've just got back from gym. What's I've the?
0: just got out of the swimming pool. Swimming wow, costumes still you? on. <laughs> mm. yeah, two kilometers we swam this morning. We we're in full preparation wow, for our race this. on the 30th of September. What is Ooh. this race you're doing? The half Ironman. Remember oh, I told wow. you, in Portugal, in Qashqai. Yes. And you <laughs> yeah, well, <I> lost <laughs> fabulous. No pictures, Ben. Stop uh, that right now. <laughs>
1: But look, Anthea, look at this!
0: I'm taking picture Gareth. Okay.
1: Anthea, I'm ready to carry your bags, carry your goggles, give you water, buy, whatever if you, you don't need. Mind. Fabulous! Let's Done. all go to Portugal. We have a deal. <laughs> Half Iron Man. Look at you. So, what's going on in the economy at the moment?
0: Yeah. So the Turkey drama is still playing out. What's the Turkey drama? Well, Erdoğan insisting <laughs> that the race. Rest- <laughs> Now all we need is an American president to pardon her (laughs) on Thanksgiving. So Erdogan
1: of Turkey, what's he done? Uh,
0: President Erdogan insisting that the U.S. is still waging economic war on him. Um, It really has become a tit-for-tat situation. Erdogan, earlier on in this month, yeah, this month, last month, appointed his son-in-law as the finance minister, started interfering in the central bank, insisted that the central bank... Shouldn't raise interest rates. He called it the mother and father of all evil, higher interest Mm. rates. But we all know that sometimes the country needs higher interest rates to contain inflation, right? So things have have gone really pear-shaped over there. Um, It usually
1: happens when you appoint a family member to be finance minister. It's not a good sign.
0: No. Um, unfortunately for us, of course, we all get thrown into this emerging markets bucket and we are definitely an emerging economy. The Rand hit 15 against the US dollar twice last week. I see it's pulled back nicely this morning. It's 1468 against the dollar. I mean, that was helped a little bit by a Moody's report that said South Africa's looking at fiscal slippage, additional fiscal slippage of around 0.4% of GDP. Fiscal
1: slippage. Anthony, that is your, out of your top five phrases. That's got to be top of the pops. <laughs>
0: You, really? you, you've, you've, had, you've, had, you've had some, yeah. <laughs> you've had
1: some classics for the fiscal slippage.
0: Reminds me I, of that oh. that um, Harry Enfield pharmacist. Harry yes. Enfield. Harry Enfield.
1: Her, Harry Enfield pharmacist. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. might
0: say, "Oh, I see, you've had some fiscal slippage." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got something for that. Yeah, yeah. take this cream. <laughs> Rub this cream all over your fiscal slippage, and you'll be much better by tomorrow. <laughs> So, hang on. What is it saying about our – what is fiscal slippage?
0: Um, so, that's our deficit or our um, – what's the opposite of deficit? Uh, uh, surplus. So surplus. Thank you. <laughs> um, to GDP. So, we're looking at from – we were expecting 36 to 4% this year. And Moody's are saying, yes, it's not looking good. Our deficit will increase, but they think that we'll be able to stabilize our debt at about 60% of GDP mm. um, and we'll be able to return to 3.5% deficit um, in 2020. Mm. So, yeah, so all eyes, I think, starting now on the October medium-term budget speech. Right. Yeah, and and then of course, just on the macroeconomics, we also had a big bank release a report last week saying that we are one of two emerging markets that possibly could be the next big domino to fall. Because in our, in, in March it was Argentina already had to get an IMF bailout. Mm. Now Turkey, you know, the um, lira, the Turkish lira has depreciated by I think it's thirty five percent already this year. Right, it's bad. Um, and they're saying South Africa and Brazil are next if we're not careful. And really the things that they're citing, first of all, populist politics. Shall mm-hmm. I say that again? Populist politics. Um, the fact that we have a large counter cost count deficit. Let's
1: just be very clear about that. There is a cost for this kind of nonsense.
0: Absolutely. You, you, if you're going to promise and change constitution and no. – Um, Make promises that you really don't have a budget to meet Then definitely there's a Mm. cost to it As it is, we already have high external debt exposure Um, so yeah. And and foreigners own This is another one of the things they cited That foreigners own a large percentage of our debt So in South Africa it's 40% Which I didn't think it was that large It's not small And if they decide that they don't like South Africa They'll sell it And then we're in trouble Sure. So it's all uh, South Africa on a knife's edge as usual. <laughs> We're what, so used what, to it, what, right? What happens because
1: because um, remember R.W. Johnson sketched the scenario where if South Africa d- deteriorates in terms of our, our economy to the degree where we need an IMF bailout, that that a lot of very unpleasant things come into play. I mean, I'd I'd like to be more informed. I'll go and reread what he wrote about it, but it does seem to me that that's pretty much when the shit hits the fan.
0: Um, I think that's when you lose control of your country's budget, basically, because the IMF steps in and says, right, austerity measures now in place and you know what happens then, right? You Mm. can't expand, you can't build bridges, you can't – no social spending government will have to cut down. So maybe it's not such a bad thing. Um, And and really, you're just not in control of your economy anymore and you're paying huge amounts of money flowing out of the country, which – you need to borrow. Yeah. yeah. To All right. Um, and then our boy, Elon Musk, is yes. a marked man again because the SEC are officially investigating him finally um, because of his tweets saying that he was going to take the company private when the share was trading at $360 and he was going to take it private at $420 a share. By the way, I didn't figure this out until this week. $420? Anybody else get it? Get yeah. yeah. High, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. so, so Leo and Henry were laughing at me the other day because I was like, hey, I read this article that said this. And they were saying, well, maybe he was a little bit high when he tweeted.
1: But but you can't <laughs> do that. Why can't you do that? Because it's kind of insider trading? It's insider trading, yeah. for sure.
0: Absolutely. Imagine... If you owned Tesla or you didn't own Tesla shares and was trading at three hundred and sixty, and Elon Musk said, "I will pay you four hundred and twenty dollars a share for your share," you'd go and buy them. You'd go and buy them all the way up to four hundred and twenty be- or mm-hmm. four hundred and nineteen because you know any differential is a profit. Huh. So he was pushing his share higher, basically. He, of course, went on TV in in, in an interview in tears, crying, oh. Oh. saying he's under pressure. He's been taking Ambien because he can't sleep. Life's terrible. Blah 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 blah. I'm sorry. When you're that him, rich, you cannot play the sympathy card. I saw
1: him <laughs> arguing with Arianna Huffington, who's who's like become the world's biggest sleep activist um and she was saying "Elon you're have to going to tell people you missed them" she speaks like that <laughs> oh. she goes "Elon she needs sleep" <laughs> she needs a lot of sleep. she was saying you can't do this it's bad for you the ambient, you the sleeplessness you can't run a company like this you can't let your workers work like this so he replied as like "oh i've just got back from the factory now i'm exhausted" um it's either failure or success. Ford and Tesla are the only two American car companies that turned a profit, blah, blah, blah. Oh. So he's, like, yeah. he's, not, uh, he's not being friendly with anybody either.
0: And nobody wants to see a CEO of a big listed company act like that. No. And so his shares under pressure again. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest news on the JSE last week was the reporting of a Chinese company, Tencent, which sent Naspers down eight percent, which of course is a problem because Naspers is now twenty-two percent of the JSE. One share is one fifth of the JSE. It's shocking. Hmm. Um, the problem with Ten Cent, gross margins were under pressure, operating expenses were up, so those are moving exactly in the wrong direction. And most of those um expenses were because of increased sales and marketing. So ten cent made only see here, this number's for you, two point six billion dollars of revenue. Oh, sorry, not even revenue, net income mm. in the last three months. I know, it's like shocking, right? Uh, A company in trouble. Um, Anyway, they were told by authorities to remove a game called Monster Hunter because the authorities had received a significant amount of complaints, they said.
1: What, Um, Monster Hunter? Is it bad?
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's quite violent. Um, and then the other game they recently re- released, PUBG Player Unknown's Battleground. Please tell me you guys have tried it. No. Oh come on. Are we
1: missing out on something? Oh yes, oh.
0: I have not played games in decades, and this is a uh, Listen, in the name of research, that was two hours of my life. Player <laughs> missing. PUBG Player Unknown's Battleground. Player missing. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> I just got it and so wrong. <laughs> something's missing yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so we got to play this game. Um,
0: yeah, but the problem is that the Chinese government have not allowed Tencent to generate revenue from it yet And they've not given the green light to introduce the desktop version So this is their next big money spinner And, and the problem with Tencent, of course, is that it's always been a social media and a gaming platform And they're now moving into mobile money um, So if the analysts are wondering what's going to happen to the company
1: well, are you wondering because you you were always quite bullish on them
0: oh, I definitely am yes <coughs> i am very nervous uh, um y- you know it makes up such a large portion of ten cents, and even though ten cent ah sorry nice yeah. and naspers is trading at a discount but these these companies are so volatile. You you have to worry. The other problem with Tencent is that the Chinese government said that in their mobile money operating business, they weren't allowed to charge interest in the differential between when they take money from a client and they pay it on. So this is like um, mobile payments, right? So if you want to pay me through a mobile platform, the company takes your money two days later pays me. That two days' worth of interest mm-hmm. adds up to a lot of money if you're adding billions of rands or dollars mm-hmm. in their case. Right. Um, and so the Chinese government has said they have to stop that. So of course, that's a revenue stream that will be… The
1: Chinese country. government is so capitalist. I like it. They really <laughs> they like are. They it. totally understand capitalism. All right. Anything else?
0: Yeah. Then a couple of local companies reported, Standard Bank, Goldfields, Exaro, City Lodge, and really it's… It really is showing that South Africa is – the economy is under huge amounts of pressure. I mean, Standard Bank diluted headlines. Earnings per share was up 5%. Really, really nothing. Headline earnings were down in South Africa by 3%. That's pretty bad. Mm. Really, they were saved. So Standard Bank was saved by their operations on the rest of the continent. Goldfields South Deep is restructuring, and it's an absolute disaster. The only good company that reported was Exaro. Um and really with them, it was a, a structuring thing they'd previously done very well. They managed to contain costs much earlier on in the cycle, the downturn of the commodity cycle. Yeah. And so now, yeah, playing, you know, a decent dividend, um, managing their Kumba, um, operations very well. Revenue up 14%. City Lodge is a shocking one because that's those hotels. Went from an occupancy rate of 65% to 59%, and it doesn't seem a lot, but it's actually huge. And all it's saying, what it's pointing to, because it's a business person's hotel, City Lodge, Mm -hmm. is that businesses and business (coughs) confidence is flagging and that people are not traveling to go and get new or take advantage of new business opportunities. And and that's really kind of the shame of it. We need to do something about this economy, except I've been saying that for two years now. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, it <laughs> what, would. What what happened to you, the ramaphoria? And um, our finance minister Turned, dead, dead quiet. Which is what you want from a finance minister. Let's be fair. After all the grandstanding of the previous one,
0: he's prepping his October medium budget speech. That's well, right? a lot yeah. of times to prep. Who is
1: the, still the finance minister? You see?
0: No, I'm <laughs> being <laughs> serious. You, you just I, know, said, I just thought grand, about it. now. I, I can't tell, who's tell you. Who's the new
1: one then? I can't tell you. Is there one? Of course, isn't it?
0: Of course, we have who, are you joking? <laughs> who, who,
1: whose fiscal leakage is, is? Are we talking fiscal about slippage? slippage. No, 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 no. So, Nene has been very quiet, and I'm I'm saying that's what you want in a finance minister. Oh, okay. But this economy kind of needs someone to say, "Here are the guidelines that we should follow if we're going to try to correct things that are going wrong." Anyway, there's nothing nothing we can do about it. From from our mouths to their ears. Let's hope.
0: Indeed.
1: CliffCentral.com.